Welcome to our podcast. Let's talk with Dennis Martin, where we talk about real life issues. Let's join the podcast. Let's get right into this tonight. Uh, I want to talk to you from this topic, a subject tonight. Sometime God has to move us out of his way. Sometime God has to move us out of his way. And I know somebody would say, well, why would God have to move me out of his way? Because sometimes we don't want to admit it, but sometimes we get in God's way, in his plans, in what he wants to do. We oftentimes get in God's way with some things. And sometimes God has to move us out of his way. Have you ever been uh, in a situation where somebody was in the way and they were just holding up things for you or holding up things that you were trying to do. And sometimes you say, excuse me. And sometimes they, they didn't, they didn't excuse themselves. And so sometimes literally you had to move them out of the way so they would not block your progress. And sometimes we do it with our children, with our grandchildren. Uh, sometimes I've, I've been sitting here and, and my, my grand uh, my uh, grandson or whatever, they're sitting in the chair. And while they're sitting in the chair, I'll be trying to get to something. And I'll say, uh, D3, could you move out the way? And, and, and sometimes if he's looking at TV and he's in it, he won't move. And sometimes I have to say it again, D3, can you move out the way? And sometimes he'll still be sitting there. And sometimes I have to go and grab the little chair he's in and roll it. And then he gets it and he moves out the way. So sometime God has to move us out of his way. Now, I know someone would say, no, God's never had to move me out of his way. Let's discuss it. Let's talk about it. I believe he has to move us out of his way. Some of us, we've experienced where God has moved us out of his way. And I'm going to deal with this very brief tonight. Number one, sometimes the reason God has to move us out of his way is because sometimes we, uh, sometimes with knowledge, sometimes without knowledge, we are trying to do God's job. We're trying to do what God is supposed to do. And sometimes we are in God's way because we have to understand that God knows more than we know. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And God knows more than we will ever know about any situation, anything that's going on, whether it's, whether it's with your home life, whether it's with your body, whether it's on your job or whatever. God knows better than all of us. And sometimes God has to move us out of the way because we are literally trying to do God's job. We're literally trying to be God in the midst of some situations and God has to move us out the way to let us know, I got this. You're not God. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to move. I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to perform it my way. I'm going to allow this to happen. And sometimes we are busy trying to do God's job. Now I don't expect a lot of amens on that, but it is the truth. I can't count the times that I've tried to do God's job and God moved me out the way and said, now let me do this. 
Now that now that you've tried it your way, now that you've made a mess, and many times when we try to do God's job, we make a mess because we don't have that much. Um, I don't want to offend you when I say this, just, just the way I'm going to say it. We don't have that much intelligence to do what God would do in situations. But we tried anyway. We try our best to do God's job. We try our best to, to move in a certain way where we want to be and do what God is supposed to be doing. And that's why sometimes as we look back on things, we can see that we've messed a whole lot of stuff up. We, we, we messed stuff up that could have been so simple and could have been resolved so easy. But we got involved. And when we get involved, we mess stuff up. And we just have to admit that sometimes we're trying to do God's job. And it, that's hard to admit, but we have to admit that we, we're trying to do God's job at times. And we, and we really think that we are doing good until God let us know, I got to move you out the way because you just messed this up. And now I've got to, to bring it together. So number one, sometimes God has to move us out of his way because we're trying to do his job and his job, whatever he does, however he works, however he moves, whatever his plans are, we have to step back and let him be God. And I say it again for your home or your job or whatever situation, you've got to let him be God. And sometimes you have to step back from it and let him do what he does. Secondly, sometimes listen at this. Sometimes we get God getting God's way and God has to move us out of his way because sometimes we start making plans for God. We start doing things for God. We make plans for God. We intervene in the way we think it needs to happen. We intervene in the way we think things should turn out and how things should go. And uh, let, let me get this because I need you to see this. That, that a lot of times we, we intervene, even though God has said something, we try to intervene for God and get things to happen. Look in, in Genesis, uh, you find this Genesis chapter 16. I won't read all of this, but God had already promised Abram and Sarah that they were going to have a son. The angel had already came and told them when they were going to have it. By this time next year, she's going to have a son and, and all of that. God had already told them what he was going to do, already told them basically what to do and how to do it. But notice that, that God says, you know, what, what, what's going on? And so Sarah decided, I'm going to help God out. So in Genesis chapter 16, the Bible said that she bare no children. So she had a handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar, to go in and she uh, gave Hagar unto her husband, Abram. And uh, he took her and they had a son by the name of Ishmael. And some of the trouble that goes on in the world today in the foreign nations has to do with that because Ishmael was not the son of promise. God had made that Isaac would be the son of promise. And so you have to understand that it was uh, them doing and planning for God. And sometimes God has to just sort of move us out the way, because if we're not careful, we'll go to making plans for God. 
I'm going to say that again. We'll go to making plans for God. We'll go to saying, I'm going to help God out. I'm going to put things in place. And that way, if I put these things in place, I know that it'll come out a certain way. But you've got to understand that sometimes when we put stuff in the way, that's not even the way God was going to do what he was going to do. So sometimes God said, I need to move you out the way because you've already interfered and messed this up already because that's not what I had in mind. And that's why we really have to trust God because sometimes we don't know how God has a certain thing in mind he's going to do. And so when we understand that, then we understand. So when, when she did this, it goes on that Hagar, according to the scripture down in verse eight, she went and, and left and found herself at the fountain. The angel found her by the fountain in the wilderness. And uh, when she got there, uh, the angel wants to know why you're doing. She said, I'm fleeing from the face of my mistress. And the angel said, go back and submit yourself under her. And th th this was something that was already messed up. Why? Because of the fact that she was trying to help God out. So sometimes God has to move us out of the way because he wants us to understand that I'm going to do it the way I'm going to do it. And I don't necessarily need your help. Now, God did tell him, I'm, I'm going to bless Ishmael and all of that. But the promise is with Isaac. And so sometimes God has to move us out the way because sometimes we're trying again to put things in place. And it's, it's just like in the scripture when you find that uh, Joseph when they brought his two grandsons to him, uh, his eyes were dim and he was trying to, uh, you, you find that Joseph was trying to uh, position, uh, should I say, before Israel, he was trying to position his sons before his, their grandfather. And the scripture says that when uh, he reached out his hands, he crossed his hands and he gave the, the, the blessing to the younger, the greater blessing, the right hand blessing. Why? Because he was letting Joseph know, Joseph was saying, like, you can't do that. God has his own way. He, Joseph positioned his sons to receive the blessing he thought they should have. And God turned around and said, no, I'm not going to do that. And, and Israel crossed his hands. And uh, you, you find that uh, that was something that God did. So God had to move Joseph out the way so he could bring it the way he wanted it to go. Sometimes the reason God has to move us out of his way is because sometimes we can be our worst enemy. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes we can be our worst enemy. Okay. Say that one more time for somebody in the back. Sometimes we can be our worst enemy because the reason we can be our worst enemy, and I don't want to offend nobody, but I got to say this. Sometimes we think we are smarter. First of all, we think we're smarter than God on some things. Secondly, we think we are smarter, that we are very smart and we just know we just know it. And the, sometimes we become our worst enemy because we have to realize, first of all, that we are not smarter than God. That's the first thing. We are never smarter than God.
That's why he says, in all your ways, acknowledge me and he will direct your paths. We are never smarter than God. That's why we have to lean on him. That's how he tells us, lean not into your own understanding. We can't lean to our own understanding. We got to lean on God. And so sometimes God has to move us out of the way because we are our worst enemy in some situations. And I know it's hard to admit that sometimes we have been our worst enemy. I know we blame the devil for some stuff, you know, and the, and the devil had not the devil did this. Let's just be honest. Some stuff the devil had nothing to do with. Nothing. It was us. We were our own worst enemy. Because we thought we were smarter than God. And we believed that we were smarter in a way that we could, we could maneuver certain things. And where we missed it at is we, we felt we can maneuver certain things and God had to back it up. And God doesn't have to back up anything unless he planned it or unless it's in his plans or unless it's in his word. He backs up his word. He backs up what he says, but he doesn't back up what we think and what we, we gravitate to. So, again, uh, we are our worst enemies at times. And, and I, I think we need to really acknowledge that. I, I, I can acknowledge that sometimes I have been my worst enemy. And I said to myself, if I hadn't have done that, or if I had to just waited, who knows what would have happened if I had just waited on God. Sometimes we become our worst enemy. All right, the, the next thing is, and I'm almost done. Our plans, watch this, the reason God has to move us out of his way sometimes is because our plans may be good, but may not be God's plans. And we need to really understand that. We can have good plans. Don't, don't say our plans are, are not good. It doesn't say our intentions are not good. Our plans could be wonderful. But it does not mean that it is God's plan. And again, sometimes God, I love, I, I thank God that he, he loves us enough that sometimes he moves us out of his way, even when we are trying our best to just mess it up. And we don't even know we're messing it up. But God has to move us out of his way so he can do it. Because our plans are not always his plans. I just quoted that. Our thoughts are not always his thoughts. Uh, and, 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 and we, we think, and then we be saying, I, I, I'm praying about it, but let's be honest. Sometimes we, what the prayer we pray is not the prayer that we are praying for God to do something. We're, we're basically praying, telling God what we want him to do and how we want him to do it. You know, have you ever had somebody said, uh, be talking out loud and they're not talking to you directly, but they're talking to uh, a person near and they're talking loud and you wonder why they talking loud. They're not talking so you can hear it. They're talking so the person who they want to hear it can hear it. <laughs> and they be like, I'm not talking to you. I'm, I'm talking to them really. And sometimes that's how we are with God. We're, we're not, we're not praying to God and say, God, have your way. We're talking to God as though God, this is what I want you to do. And this is how I want you to do it. 
because we feel uh, this is how I want you to do it. I want you to do it this way. And if you do it this way, I know it's going to work out. And how many times have we prayed it and then worked, went to work it out the way we thought it should turn out? And then it didn't turn out that way. And then we go through changes. Why? Because of the fact that we didn't allow God to do it. So sometimes our plans are good, but it does not mean that it is a God plan. And I had to find that out. Sometimes God had to move me out of his way after I've done it and say, now I'm going to do it this way, that the way you were doing it, it was good. Nothing's wrong with that. But that's not my plan. That's not what I have for you. That's not what I want for you. And we need we need to get that. Sometimes God has to shift us and move us out the way so he can really do what he wants to do. And that's important for us to know. And, and I, I want you to keep that in mind. Our plans may be good. But if it's not God's plan, it, it just it's it's it's. <laughs> it, it, it means nothing. The, the songwriter uh, Twinkie and, and Bishop White sung that song years ago. The safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. And sometimes, let's be honest, God has to move us out of his way because sometimes we don't recognize his will and sometimes we don't like his will. If we be honest tonight, let's be honest, let's chat. Everything that, that you, that God says is will for your life, you didn't necessarily like what he said. You didn't like it. You didn't like it. You, you didn't. That's what happened to Jonah. That's why Jonah got in trouble. Jonah said, God, I'm, I'm going to get on this ship. I'm, I'm not going to Nineveh. I'm going to get on this ship. I'm going down to Tasha's. I, I'm going down to the to, to, down to Joppa. I, I'm not fooling with this. I'm not going. I'm not going to Nineveh and say nothing that you want me to say. The reason I'm not going to do it is because I, I know what you're going to do, and and I know it's your will, but I'm not doing it. So what did God do? God moved him out the way, and he ended up in the belly of the fish, and uh, he he. God dealt with him so much in the belly of the fish three days that he said, God, I will pay that that I vow. And God allowed the, the, the fish to spit him up on the seashore. And what would take him three days, he made it in a day's journey. Why? Because he didn't, he didn't like the will of God. Jonah didn't like the will of God. Jeremiah didn't like it. Jeremiah said, I ain't going to do that. So we don't always necessarily like God's will for our lives, even though we may go with it, we don't we don't always like it. So our plans may be good, but they may not be God's plans. And uh, look again, and I won't read all this um, in uh, Genesis uh, chapter 27. You can read it when you get an opportunity uh, concerning Rachel and and uh, when they uh, food. The father uh, dealing with Esau and, J and Jacob, um, you, you find that uh, these things were, were going on. And uh, God uh, in Genesis 27 and 30, read that. You'll find that. And so you'll find that their plans were good and, and, and they, they end up uh, 
tricking and everything, but it wasn't God's original plan, but it worked out. That's the thing I love about God's mercy, that sometimes he moves us out the way and still lets it come out all right, even though we messed it up. Think about that. Sometimes he, he works it out and lets it come out in our favor, even though we messed it up. He lets it come out. And that's where that scripture comes into mind. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. So we understand that because of that, that now God, uh, he looks out for us. And how many of us can, can say, God, move me out the way and, and work things out in spite of me? <laughs> He's done that for quite a few of us. So let me give you these last two and I'm going to be done. Sometimes when things are not working the way we thought they uh, would, it could be God is, it could be God, watch this, and not the devil moving us out of his way. Think about that. Sometimes when things are not working the way we thought they should work and we praying and saying, the devil is alive, I'm rebuking the hold up. I'm rebuking what the devil trying to do. Is it really the devil? Or could it be God's moving us out of his way? I remember a pastor friend of mine gave a testimony and his testimony was he was trying to buy this property and he was having noonday prayer every day praying that God would give him this property so he could build a church. He was just praying, Lord, bless me. And one day while he was in prayer, the Lord told him to get up. He was having church in the plaza. The Lord told him to get up and go down to the end of the plaza and stand there. And uh, he said, he, he said, Satan, the Lord rebuke you trying to mess up my prayer. You trying to, and, and he said, the Lord said to him, this is not the devil, this is me. I need you to get up and go down and, and to the end of the plaza. When he got to the end of the plaza, there was a man standing there and they got into a conversation. And when they got into the conversation, the conversation, uh, he started telling the man about the property he was trying to buy. He was trying to get. And the man started laughing. And uh, the pastor wanted to know, well, why are you laughing? He said, well, me and my siblings own that property. It was about six or seven of them. And the only way that property could be sold, all, three, all seven of them had to agree on the, to sell the property if someone wanted to purchase it. And he says, I'm going to talk to them and tell them what you're trying to do. And that man talked to his siblings and that pastor was able to buy that property. Why? Because his plan, he, he was praying, nothing wrong with praying, but sometimes God is, is not the devil. Sometimes God's trying to move us out the way so he can do what he wants to do. And some things are not working. It's not because they're not good things, but some things are not working because of the fact that we have not recognize that some things is not held up by the devil. Some things God has held up. He's moving us out the way for a better plan, for a better outcome, for a better deal, for a better thing to happen. Oh my God. 
I feel that in my spirit. Sometimes God's got something greater. We're getting ready to settle for one thing. And God said, I got even greater for you. And, and, and because we, we, we do that, then what happens is sometimes we look and be like, you know what? That ain't nothing but that, that's not, that's not the devil all the time. Sometimes God is moving us out the way so we can do the things that need to be done. He, he's not moving. He, he's not allowing some things to happen for us because he's got better. He's not punishing us, but he's got better things in store for us. He's got better things that he's getting ready to do. Sometimes we're jockeying for one thing and God is saying, but I got something way better than this for you. Come on, y'all. We, we, let me put it in, in money, money wise. Just we, we, we trying to get the $50 bill and God said, I got the hundred dollar bill waiting on you. If you just move out the way, step to the side and let me do what I do. Let me be God and let me show you what needs to be done. So some things the enemy is not holding us up on. I believe it's God sometimes saying, I'm not going to give you that. I know you want it. And in the scripture, the Bible talks about he gave them their, their own desires. Sometimes God can do that, but sometimes God says, I love you too much just to give that to you and to let you have that. I'm going to do something different because I got some way greater for you. And I'm going to let that scripture come to mind and come in, into being and in, into manifestations, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men the things that God had prepared for them that love him. God said, I got, I got some stuff waiting on you. Oh my God. That it, 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 when you get it, you're going to be like, Lord, I'm so glad, I'm so grateful. And how many of us would just be honest? <laughs> there have been times we, 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 we went after something and, and we didn't get it. And we, we look back later and say, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for moving me out the way. My feelings were hurt, but I thank you. My heart was broke, but I thank you. They mistreated me, but I thank you. And when you look down the line and see all the great things that God has given you, you say to yourself, God, Thank you for loving me enough not to give me that that I thought I wanted. Because sometimes you think you want it. And God is God do everything. Sometimes I got to get out of here, y'all. Sometimes God will interrupt our lives to move us out the way so we can't get a thing. Did you hear what I just said? Sometimes God will interrupt our lives. To move us out the way of his way so he can do what he wants to do and give us. And I can't tell you how many times God has interrupted my life. Did it feel good? No. Was I hurt? Yes. Because I, 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 I just knew for sure this was, what, this was what I was supposed to get. And God interrupted my life and said, I got way better for you. I got something so great for you. That you, <laughs> that if I, you, you know, if I gave it to you, you know, I, 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 when you get it, you're going to be like thanking me for a long time. 
that you didn't get the other. You're going to be like, Lord, I give you glory. You, you're talking about a praise break. You're going to be thanking me so much because you're going to be like, Lord, thank you for not giving that to me. We can thank him now. I mean, some of you, you, you every day you thanking God for something you didn't get. I know you're thanking him for what you got, but you're thanking for how he interrupted your life and moved you out the way. Move me out the way so we can get the greater things of God that he had in store for us. Because at the end of the day, what really matters is his purpose and his plans. And I think that's where we miss it is we don't get it. <clears throat> this is not about us. This is about God's plan. This is about God's purpose for us. And if we can ever get that in our spirit, we're going to function a whole lot better. If we ever get it in our spirit, this is about God and his plans and not about me. I'll tell you this. My mother-in-law, she's, she's gone mother pace, but she sung that song at that, at sitting at, at the table, the dining room table, leave it alone. God can handle it better than you can. Leave it alone. That's true. God can handle it better than you can, than I can. We got to leave it alone. I'm so grateful that God moved me out of his way. I'm so grateful that God moved and interrupted my life on many occasions just to make sure I was all right and the stuff that I thought I wanted. I'm so glad that it's like a child. Sometimes the stuff you think you want, sometimes kids want stuff and you won't give it to them because you know is no good for them. And, and if you ever notice with babies, when babies are first born until they're about two or three, everything they, they pick up, they think it's supposed to go in their mouth. And you have to constantly take it out of their hand, move the hand away or whatever. You've got to constantly move it out the way. Why? For the mere fact, they, they don't know that what they're putting in their mouth is not good for them. And I'm so glad that God look, loves us and looks out for us like that. There have been some times he let me go straight into it, but I'm glad for his mercy that he, he worked it out and still let it come out good. But then there have been some times he's brought about interruption and he said, move, move over, move, Martin, move out the way, move, you know, move out, move out. Move out my way. Let me do this. Move out the way. Let me let me bring this past. Move out the way. You, you don't have to do that. Move out the way and watch me do this. And I'm here to tell you, I'm so glad he did. <laughs> you go. I'm glad he did. And so tonight, this came to me today. I was I was meditating and the Lord said to me sometime I have to move you out the way to do what I've got to do. Because sometimes you don't know. You think you know, but you don't know. And so I have to move you out the way, interrupt your life, and then I bring things together. And I'm so glad. Uh, somebody is glad. You ought to say, I'm glad he moved me out the way. <laughs> glad he did that. 
Well, the Lord bless you tonight. I'm through. I got to quit. Uh, I'm, I'm so grateful to God. Uh, this, when, I, when I think about this, I'm so glad God loves me enough that he looks out for me. You know, uh, we live in a day that people sometimes don't recognize when people love them. And, and it, it, our wisdom is turned backwards in this day. What do you mean our wisdom is turned backwards? We cling to people that mean us no good. But the people that love us and really concerned about us, those are the people we we act indifference toward and funny toward. And they got your best interests at heart. And I'm so glad God loves me enough that there are things that he just looks out for me on. And I'm grateful for that. I, I am so eternally grateful that he loves me. And you ought to be glad he loves you too. Thank you, everyone, for joining today's podcast with Dennis L. Martin Sr. If you would like to donate to the podcast with the Cash App, the dollar sign DLMSR. Have an awesome day.